Welcome to Strategy Talks with Our Business School. In this episode of ABS Chat, we hear from Onye Anyado, the man who went from detention to distinction. He talks to us about education, goals, and planning for the future. And he's interviewed by Dr. Dayo Abinushawa. So it's a pleasure to have you on board. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, great, great. Um, So I think I'll just dive straight into it. Um, I think, first of all, um, you've got an extraordinary profile. Um, You're called Mr. Distinction. And I think I was thinking about our conversation uh, prior to this engagement. And I thought it would be good to learn a bit more about you because you do state right that your legacy is from detention to distinction uh, could you tell us a bit more about that yes thank you so i was born and raised in hackney east london for international listeners or viewers london separating into four parts north london south london east london and west london so i was born and raised in east london to a 2.4 family my father my mother my sister and myself Unfortunately, at an early age, I can't remember how old we was. I think maybe seven or eight or eight or nine or nine or 10, I can't remember. My dad left. So for the majority of my childhood years and my teenage years, it was just me, my mum and my sister. So I'm a, I'm, I come from a Nigerian background and you know, my mum being the best mum in the world, she wanted us to go to the best schools and you know, we, we, we wasn't poor, but you know, we suffered. We had a black and white TV for so long. I couldn't afford to go, we couldn't afford to go on school trips. You know, instead of three stripe Adidas, I had four stripe Adidas. You know, things were kind of hard, but it wasn't bad, bad, bad like that. Um, so I went to pretty good secondary school, St. Aloysius College, which is in North London, Highgate. Um, we, had a, we had a green blazer. I didn't want to go to that school. I wanted to go to the local school, but my mum wasn't having that at all. Um, I went to Southgate College, which is in North London, studied business. What did I study? Management. Um, business studies or something on the lines there. I came out with a merit, which was good. So there's three levels, past, merit or distinction. I didn't get a distinction then, but I'm getting a distinction now, I think. Um, <laughs> went to uh, Middlesex University to study management and marketing and, and entering university was amazing. I mean, that was like really the coming of life. I mean, being born and raised in Hackney, I had the majority of my friends were black, but going to Middlesex University, I had white friends, Indian friends, Turkish friends, Chinese friends at the time. Burberry was in fashion. Burberry's always goes for like a seven year cycle of fashion. So I had a lot of Chinese friends because I had so much Burberry clothes on. And so I loved you. The university was amazing. It was like, wow, it was like, wow. Unfortunately, when I got to the second year of um, university, I dropped out. At the time, I was the only one out of all my friends, quote unquote, to be at university. So I, I dropped out of Middlesex University and began living a particular life called a street life. So again, for maybe our international or people that don't really understand that terminology, it wasn't really gangs, but it was just young men on the streets of East London up to no good. Unfortunately, in that 10 year period, um, many things happened to me, including six of my friends getting murdered and me nearly getting shot dead. And it was actually my own, quote unquote, my own friends that tried to kill me. I mean, literally, the bullet missed me by that much. You know, it was quite, obviously I didn't get shot dead, because if I did, I'd be a ghost. And I don't think ghosts wear Zara shorts. So, you know, um, <laughs> at the time, I wasn't really a bad boy or a rude boy or a gangster, but I was just a young man, no dream, no purpose, no direction. 
Um, the latter stages of living the street life, the only job I saw myself doing was becoming a counsellor working in North London. One of my favourite songs of all time is by Labby Safi. There's something inside so strong. One of the greatest songs of all time. I knew, I didn't know what it was, but I just knew there was something inside of me so strong. And at the time, I was just fed up of being fed up. On the 2nd of November, 2018, I became a born again Christian. I gave my life to Christ and the journey started from there. So from then, I went back to adult college, got level one or level two in counseling, found out about life coaching. To be, to be honest, I mean, I went to do the coaching course for two days. They sell you the program at the end of the two days. The cheapest was, I think, £4,000. At the time, I didn't have £4 to my name. So I took a step of faith, launched my first business, began doing monthly workshops. Nobody came. And then so fast forward 2020 now, the UK-based global leadership speaker, corporate trainer and futurist with my brand of cutting edge distinction. I, I train and, and coach organizations and leaders how to locate and lead with their distinction in the 2020s and beyond. So in a nutshell, that's my legacy from, from detention to distinction. Wow, I think that's quite an interesting story. And I think listening to um, your journey, you know, from when you were quite young through to university and then uh, post-university to setting up a business and uh, getting where you are today. Uh, you did mention that you dropped out of school, but you still went on to college at some point. Um, based on your journey and your learning as education, whether formal or informal, been an important part of that whole process. Oh yes, education for me. I mean, in secondary school, I didn't really remember education like that, but obviously it gave structure, it gave discipline, but definitely with, with college and university, it was a learning experience, particularly university. Education, particularly maybe at um, college or university level, but definitely at university, it opens up to new people, new understanding, new learning, new foundation, new, new connections. Oh yeah, education is very, very important. Not just the teaching in the class or the lecture hall, but also everything that comes around with it as well. So yeah, education particularly played a major part, particularly as a young black man being exposed to different cultures. And I knew I wasn't like a, an ignorant guy or, or, or you know, but, or uncouth in that sense, but you know, I knew how to relate with other people because I was with other people of different races. So yeah, education, was a real, real important factor. Based on all that you've described, I think that's quite interesting because education plays an important part in life. And of course, uh, we, we know that university education and even going to study at college can be expensive and yes. the decision to go or not to go is mostly in, influenced by your ability to afford to pay for tuition. And in yes. your case, regardless of not being able to pay 4,000, you still found a way to learn and then transition from school into um, setting up a business and um, moving towards your goals each with each step that you took. Um, when you were in school prior to uh, the time that you set up your business, were you really clear about where you wanted to go? Was there, was there this clear goal on what you wanted to do and who you'd like to become? 
No, not really. I mean, in college, coming from a Nigerian background, I had to be a doctor, a lawyer or a pharmacist. So to be honest, even at college level, I was just going with the flow. I studied business studies, got to university. I didn't really have a clue, but I studied business and management and marketing on something called online. Then when I went back to adult college a number of years back, again, the only thing I wanted to do was become a counsellor. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that was in that sense. But I just knew, okay, let me go back to college. Let me get my uh, my qualification. So no, I didn't really have an end goal or or I was just not so much going with the flow, but okay, a counsellor, well, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> and then uh, you've, you've, you've just developed as things progress. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I, I, I've created a GTP model, your gifts, your talents, and your passion. So really, it was an, um, an uh, evolution of my gifts, my talents, and my passion. Because I always knew I had to help people. I always wanted to always help, help people. I always had that thing about helping people. So just an evolution of my gifts, my talents, and my passion. Wow, wow. Uh, well, I think that's fantastic what you've just said. And it leads into uh, the last main question I'd like to ask. What are your plans for the future? Yes, it's just, um, I call it the one thing principle. So for my message of cutting edge distinction, I, I said the following, um, be known for something, not anything, but something specific. Why? That's your real distinction. So for me, it's just to be recognized as a as a world-renowned global leadership speaker, corporate trainer, and future. And anything else is an addition. Wow, well, I think that's deep and thought-provoking. Um, so what would you like to leave with our audience today based on our conversation on the impact of education goals and planning for the future? And of course, acquiring the skills that will help you succeed. What would be your talking words today? So we're in a new decade, it's the seventh month of a new decade, the 2020s, which I've called the era of creative distinction. We've seen, we've seen with the um, coronavirus that a new norm has been birthed. And what was, what was good five years ago, it might be irrelevant now. And so now it's important as, as, a, as an individual to find your leadership distinction. But what actually is leadership? So in 2015, I, I said the following. Leadership isn't about age, but rather leadership is about influence, impact and inspiration. So as an individual, but before you can influence, impact and inspire other people, the first person you have to influence, impact and inspire is yourself. Find your GTP, your gifts, your talents and your passion. Be a learner, be a lifelong learner. Never stop asking questions. I mean, um, you know, I don't listen to rap music anymore, but Tupac said it best. Even a genius asks his questions. So be a lifelong learner, ask questions, find your find your distinction. And I, and I created the three Vs of um, leadership branding, your vision, your values and your voice. Because if you don't stand for something, you're not going to be, you're just going to be in a, in a midst of mediocrity. You know, don't be afraid to fail, but don't let make, don't make failure your, your driving force and be legacy-minded. When famous people die and we say, oh, he left the legacy, she left the legacy, be le legacy-minded. So that's being excellent, be a, be a critical thinker, be a collaborative thinker, and be a creative thinker. Why? Leadership isn't about age, but rather leadership is about influence, impact, and inspiration. And in regards to education, you know, I mean, I, I've, got, I've only got level one, level two, I think, counseling. If I want to go and get a job, no, I don't think no, no one will employ me because that's not that relevant. But creativity is the new qualification. 
So yes, get educated to the highest level, but in this era of creative distinction, critical thinking, collaborative thinking, and creative thinking is the new qualification. And once you understand that, always be focused. Never, when everyone's going left, don't just join them. Ask the question, why is everyone going left for? How comes no one's not going back, or no one's going forward or to the right? And once you understand that, you're in leadership. And as we have established, it's not about age, but it's about influence, impact and inspiration and every day make sure you achieve at least one goal it could be reading a book watching a youtube video that can increase your learning networking so when you've got a daily goal you've got a daily focus when you've got a daily focus you're now in leadership extraordinary extraordinary words uh, thank you so much uh, for this thought-provoking words you've shared with us mr distinction uh, <laughs> uh, we hope the opportunity presents itself uh, to invite you once more to speak to us and uh, to people within our network. Thank you. Thank you, Dio, for the opportunity. Very much appreciated. Yeah, take care then. Thank you.